around the world and here at home, bringing relief, hope, and the life-changing message of Jesus. You're listening to the Mize Missions Podcast with Terry Mize. Hello, everyone, and welcome today to Terry Mize Ministries Podcast, and we are so glad you're out there listening. Um, Every week we do this on Wednesday and have a brand new podcast up. And you can also go to terrymiseministries.org and we have them all archived there for you. And that's just, as Terry says, free for nothing for you to get all that information and ministry that we've already put online. And it's available to you uh, every podcast that we've done over the last several months are right there for you. Also, you can go to terrymize.com and you can find us there too. And we will have a brand new podcast up, as I said, every single Wednesday. Well, here we are. We're going to talk to you about some great things that Terry just preached in a church here in Houston this past Sunday. It was outstanding. And in light of all of the terrorist activity and the evil that is in the world today, trying to murder and kill and steal and destroy, Darna, let's talk about that right now because I know from what was shared in that church here in Houston on Sunday, people were just so blessed, just seems kind of, you know, not the right word to say it, life-changing ministry that she gave. So go ahead and talk about that. It's real important. Well, yes, it is, Renee. And, you know, we were at uh, in Spring, Texas with our long, long-time friends, Albert and Monica Hale, right. and, of course, their son, Scott, and that Generations Church. And, my goodness, they've been partners of ours and friends of ours for over, you know, 40 years. Um, and uh, so it was just a delight always to, to be with That's them. Right. And, and, you know, sometimes when I'm in a church that's got a real relationship with us, you know, it's, right. it's uh, uh, you know, longtime friends or or, I, or the church receives me as an apostle or wants me to speak into their life as an right. apostle, then, you know, I'll say some things to them a little stronger and a little, little harder than I would say to a church that doesn't know me or that I've just been invited to and, you know, and, uh, right, you know, and, right. and, and so they just, uh, you, well, you know, I just, I just speak straighter a lot of times. And so we did this last Sunday, but it's been on my heart and on your heart, of course, about all this, this evil that's been going on in the world right. under the guise of terrorism. And, and, and of course, just last week, um, that that horrible uh, bombing took place at the concert in Manchester. in Manchester, England, yes. and and targeted these cowards targeted little girls. That's right. And uh, I mean little evil, girls. Evil. You know, here I think the youngest one that died was eight years old. And and it's just uh, you know I've said all my all my life that terrorists are, are cowards. And I remember I remember back in the day when it just got started here in America, uh, years and years ago with uh, uh, the 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 uh, or what bombing. they call him, uh, the 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 mail bombers and that right, that kind right. of stuff, and and uh, they would uh, put pipe bombs, take pipe bombs, and just put a real pretty bow on them like a Christmas package, and then just lay it in the in the parking lot of a, of a of a Kmart or a Walmart or something like that, right. and then some little kid would just come along and see that brightly package and bright bow and go over there and pick it up and the bomb would go off and it was right. just it's just evil and they're cowards you know they don't they don't know who's going to pick that bomb up they don't know if it's no, going to be don't. a grandmother or a grandfather or a little bitty kid or a, or a pregnant they, mother they don't care they don't care all they right. want to do is inflict pain and yet they're cowards and not going to do it to your face and so so this this bomb had gone off last week and and killed those people in uh 
in England. It just just makes me so mad. And 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 I've heard, of course, several politicians talk since then, and we all have. And they all these politicians and all these news talking heads get on the television, and they've been making this statement really really common. They've been making the statement, well, we just have to live with it. Well, we just have to live with it. Well, uh, there's nothing we can do about it. It's just going to be our way of life from now on. And then they use that phrase and say, it's not. It's not. Uh, if a, a terrorist is going to attack America, it's when they're going to attack America. Right. And they all just sit around like they've got their, you know, sucking their thumb and got their uh, hands tied behind them, and there's not anything anybody can do. And it just makes me so mad. I just yell at them on the television all the time because uh, what needs to people need to know is that terrorism, Renee, is a demon spirit. That's right. Sure and, and of course, is. I've been telling the church that ever since 9/11. Uh, but, of course, this missionary has known about terrorism long before 9-11 came along because uh, all these years that I've gone to foreign countries and preached the gospel. And, and, and I remember back in the old days, pre-9-11, uh, the State Department here in, uh, here in the States would write me a letter. And they'd say, uh, Reverend Mize, uh, don't go to this country, this country, this country, and this country. And I'd write them back and say, I can't help it. Of course I've got to go to that country and that country and that country. And uh, and they'd say, well, there's you know terrorism alerts and there's this and there's that going on. So don't don't go. And I've got to go. I can't help but go. I have to go. And so they literally would answer me back. And one time they answered me back and they said, well, if you go, try not to look like an American. <laughs> I mean that was their that was their big answer. Try not to look like an American. Right. And uh, but what we need to understand, and this is what just really bothers me and upsets me, is that uh, this is a demon spirit. Terrorism. That's right is a demon spirit and terrorists are demon possessed and there's no entity on the planet that's able to stop demons and deal with demons and cast out demons and bind demons and rebuke demons and render them ineffective except the church of Jesus Christ and yet the church of Jesus Christ is, is just being told well we can't do anything about it there's nothing we can do in fact the mayor of London uh, last week after the bombing in, in Manchester the mayor of London got up and said the same thing he said well this is just our way of life from now on we just have to live with it and this is what we're going to have to deal with and I'm just yelling no 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 that's not true we're the church of Jesus Christ we're blood bought blood washed blood covenant warriors of Almighty God, and we can stop demons. And the church is going to have to wake up, Renee, That's right. and realize that we, you know, it's kind of like you say a lot of times, tag, you're it. <laughs> you know, when right. we're little kids, you play that game of chase right. and tag, and you go around and you tag somebody and say, tag, you're it. Well, you know, tag, you're it. We've, we've talked about on the podcast before the scripture in the Word that tells us that we are the ones... <laughs> That's right. We are the ones on whom the end of the age has come. Right. We're it, church. You tag, you're it. I mean, there's not anybody else. Uh, you know, we're not going to, uh, you know, settle back and wait for the Smith Wigglesworth and the John G. Lakes and all of our Bible heroes we talked about for years. Those guys are gone, and, and tag, you're it. And we're going to have to stand up take authority, take dominion, take spiritual authority, reach into the spirit world, stand up in the spirit world and decree and declare that by almighty God in the name of Jesus we bring this spirit of terrorism to naught and it'll not operate at our house, it'll not operate in our town, it'll not operate in our country in the name of Jesus and we're going to have to do That's something right. about this and uh, and like I said, every politician I listen to lately, even law enforcement bless their hearts, and I'm for law enforcement I'm pro-law enforcement, I'm pro-military, but even the law enforcement and the military are, and the, uh, are saying along with the politicians, well, uh, we do, we can't stop terrorism. You know, the, the head of Homeland Security and, and all the security agencies in the states have said we can't stop it. We can't stop it. We can't stop it. Well, that's because it's a spirit, and only the church is equipped to deal with demon spirits. 
I think it's like this is our time. If there's ever been a, a time for the church to feel like, well, why are we here? Are we just, you know, trying to be good and, and be blessed and, <laughs> and win souls and take people to heaven? No, that's not all there is to it. That's the eternal purpose. But if people die prematurely and go to hell, and then we just let, as you say so many times, the devil just treat us like a, a you know, punching bag, a target drawn oh, on our back. And God didn't leave us down here to go through all of that and no, just be not. beat up and, and souls lost and, and families destroyed and everything go on and all of the terror that goes along with it. I mean, everything about the Christian life should, should bear witness to the fact that we're not afraid and that's everything the terrorist is trying to do is make people afraid well, absolutely. and the Terrorism church should be is a, is a spirit of fear right and the church should be exhibiting a persona of being fearless and being an authority and being the, the ones that when we show up people don't have anything to fear when i get there god gets there when i get there the church shows up when I get there, the Holy Ghost shows oh, up. Absolutely. When I get there, the name of Jesus is there, the Word of God, the power of God. Angels are going to be there for us. Right. We're and, protected by right. the blood, by the name, by the Word, <laughs> right. by the covenant, by the angels. We, we've got Holy Ghost divine protection. That's right. Except, Renee, most of the church doesn't know that. No, and and they act like we're trying to build a bomb shelter for one, you know, just us four and no more. Well, that's right. And that God's going to bless me and my four and no more, and we're going to just all be happy, and I'm going to love my church and love my pastor and we relegate the power of God Christianity and the local church all down to a little club type mentality when the idea of going into all the world is going into all the world with the idea that we take with us the authority and the dominion as you've taught out of you know Genesis chapter 1 there and all of that that we're walking in with dominion and we're going to have to learn to exercise it we well, you know the church and even the pastors are just just sitting in a little corner just just rubbing, wringing their hands, saying, oh, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? There's nothing we can do. You know, it's time the church wake up and realize we are the church. You know, they all act like that we're 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 equal with the, the terrorists, that we're right. equal with everybody else. It's it, they act like we're just mere men. But the Bible says you're not just mere men. Right, right. You're not like everybody else. You're not you're not supposed to talk like everybody else, think like everybody no. else, act like everybody else. The church is different. If we're, and the church has inward power. I mean right. holy that's ghost right. power to stand up, stomp their foot, and tell the devil where to get off. I don't know where everybody thinks we're going to start acting like kings and priests unto God as the Word of God says we are. And the verse you quoted in 1 Corinthians 10, 11, that we are those on whom the end of the age has come and that we're going to have to be a different quality. I mean, courageous, militant, fearless. I mean, just be a fearsome people that oh, we absolutely. really go into waking up every day realizing we've got to keep that armor on uh, we've got to walk out there with our head held high, our crown straight, and take authority. Put your armor on. Yeah, and not let anybody push you around. It's not that we we wrestle against flesh and blood. No, of course but not. But we we that's wrestle. That's what we're talking about today. This right. is not flesh it's and blood. It's not flesh and demon, blood. Demon spirit it with demon a, possessed exactly. people. It is. You know, obviously, all Muslims demon. are not demon possessed. We're not talking about that. Right. We're talking about these terrorists are, in fact 
demon-possessed. Possessed. And you know, That's Mahatma right. Gandhi said something long ago, and of course, I'm not a great fan of quoting Mahatma Gandhi because he, he, he sure didn't have his doctrine straight. <laughs> In fact, he made the statement, he said, I am a Christian and a Jew and a Hindu and a Muslim, and so are all of you. Well, that's nonsense, of course. But he did make, he was a, a, a world leader. Right. And he did say, that, made this statement, he said, those who say religion has nothing to do with politics do not know what religion is. And that's what these, that's what these politicians are saying today, and these police officers are saying, and the, and the talking heads are saying, they're saying, well, now this isn't about religion. I've heard them say so many times since yeah, the bombing in Manchester. Yeah, talk about that. That's so They good. say, oh, no, this is not about religion. This is not about religion. This is not, right. well, certainly it's about religion. <laughs> What it's Re- all about. Renee, the very term right. jihad yes. <laughs> means holy war. Lest we forget. I mean, whenever yeah. they come up and say, hey, we're jihadists, we, we, we're, we're waging jihad, that means holy, holy war. war, which means it's spiritual, which means it's about religion. That's you know, right. if it's not about religion, why is it Christians are targeting? That's it. Why do they say, well, yeah. we're going to kill the Christians? Yeah. Why is it that ever since Columbine, way back in school shootings in America and starting right. at Columbine, why is it that those guys shoved a gun in those kids' faces and said, are you a Christian? And then shot them if they said yes. Right. Why is it that in every terrorist attack we've had in, in Florida, in, in San Bernardino, in, in Paris, in Belgium, in uh, 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 in, in Turkey, they, they said, are you a Christian? Right. And then if they said, I'm a Christian, and they killed them. Well, I mean, just, that means it's about religion. Just the the recent killing in Egypt, you know, of the Coptic Christians. I mean, they Absolutely. targeted those the two buses. killed over a million Christians. That's the number. Don't tell me this is not about religion. Of course, right. it's about religion. And of course, we're not we're not haters of religion. I, I have nothing against any Muslim. In fact, I've won more Muslims to Jesus than probably most anybody listening on this podcast. I've won thousands and thousands of Muslims to Jesus. You know, thank God for salvation and thank God for being born again and thank God right. the gospel's for everybody. Exactly. But, uh, uh, and, and obviously all Muslims aren't demon-possessed, but every terrorist is certainly demon-possessed. Oh, my goodness. Just, it most definitely is about religion. Just the words they use, they call they say jihad. They call us infidels. Infidel mean, means somebody doesn't believe in God. They say right. kill all the infidels. Well, that right. that's about religion. When they say America's the great Satan, Israel's the great Satan, that's about religion. When they say that we're unbelievers, uh, and when they say that they're righteous, those right. are religious words. Exactly. Those, those words are about religion. And when they say inshallah, which means if it's God's will, or they say alu akbar, which means God is great, that's all about religion. And I we're going to have to understand that, that we're right. in a spiritual warfare. We're in a spiritual battle. There is a spirit world, and the world doesn't know there's a spirit world. Right. But the church is supposed to know there's a spirit world, and the church needs to realize that we need to get in authority and dominion. And, you know, some of these seeker-sensitive churches that just say, well, it's all all right unless everybody just go to church and be nice and have a good time and spend 25 minutes and go back home. There's no power in that right. to stop what's right. coming our way and I'm telling you it's coming the devil's coming and evil is coming and terrorism's coming and only the church can stop that well and and that's the misunderstanding in the church world is that Genesis 1 26 over there where God says I'm giving you dominion right. and then uh, we hear doctrines like well God is in control or we hear doctrines that say everything is going to work out for your good in the wrong way where it almost uh, is a lullaby to oh, put yeah. the church to sleep. Well, they've got the pan doctrine. Everything's just going to pan out. Pan out, yeah. <laughs> you know, and and uh, without the church, 
I understand trust and I understand faith, but there has to be an action behind all that. And, and the best place to start it is begin to take authority in prayer. Absolutely. And if it, you can't just walk into a bed, bath, and beyond and just start screaming, I'm in control, Jesus no, is of Lord. Not. Of <laughs> you know, not. Of you've not. got to, hell has to know you're there. And the only way hell is going to know that well, you are in the room authority's about, that is in, made headlines in the in newspapers hell. of that's hell. Right. And hell woke up this morning and, and realized that you're on the job That's right. and that you're in authority and that you're in dominion and we're going to have to we're going to have to realize the church the church is in spiritual authority but the church has a history of sleeping you know, they went right. to sleep on Jesus. He That's said, please right. pray with me. They went to sleep. He came back That's and woke right. them up and said, come on, guys, just pray with me an hour. And they, they said, sure, boss. And they went to sleep again. And right. then he came back and said, couldn't you even pray an hour? Let me make this statement before we run out of time, though. Uh, you know I'm, you know me. I'm, I'm pro-military. I mean, I'm, I'm a veteran. I, I, I'm right. pro-military. We've got the greatest military on the face of the earth. I'm pro-police. I'm pro-first responders. I'm pro, uh, you know, I'm pro-gun. You know, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pro all that. But the military does not have the answer for a demon spirit. Absolutely. Now, they can stop a no, terrorist. I mean, no, you know, our not. first responders and our police and our military, we, we react because the terrorist, right. the bad guy comes and does something bad, then we go react to it. But right. the church can be proactive. The church can get there first. The church well, can stop yeah. the thing from ever happening. All of the pro, all of the proact, all of the activity of the first responders, military and everything is after the evil has been done. Right. And yet you and I as the church and the people of God Hell needs to hear our voice every single morning, Absolutely. yelling and screaming at them, yeah. and angels need to hear our voice being assigned. You know, yeah. when 9-11 happened, uh, I was in Ukraine. I had flown from London to Ukraine, to Kiev, Ukraine that morning. And uh, when I was going through customs in Ukraine, I, I looked up at a TV screen, and I saw the second airliner hit the second tower. And, of course, obviously realized that we were under attack. And so I went straight to my hotel and got out my laptop, and I sent hundreds of emails out to hundreds of pastors in America and, and other countries. And I said, this Sunday, your church will be full. It's amazing what a little fear will do for you. I said, this uh -huh. Sunday, this Sunday, uh -huh. your church will be full. And they were, man, churches all over the country were full. And I said, I don't know how long they'll be full because I don't know how long the fear will last because it's going to be fear-driven. I said, but, but this Sunday, you need to teach on authority and take authority, and you need to have your congregation stand up in unison, in agreement. There's a lot of power in agreement according to the Word of God, and have them stomp their foot and declare in the name of Jesus that spirit of terrorism is bound. We bind the spirit of terrorism, and it will not operate in our house, not in our house, That's not in America. It will do. not happen in the name of Jesus. And, you know, pastors did that all over the country, and we didn't have any more terrorism in America until, uh, until the Boston bombing. And then we've had a couple more since right. then in San Bernardino right. and, and uh, uh, at Fort Hood and, and uh, in Orlando. Uh, but, you know, most of you, many of you that are listening on this podcast, many of you are partners of ours, and you get my my personal letter every month. And if you're not a partner and want to be, well, well when when people send us offerings and send us letters, we, we are want to be on our mailing list, and we I write a personal letter every month, every month. And uh, so those of you that get my letter, you know that uh, probably three to four times a year on the bottom of the letter I'll put, now Now stay alert, stay awake, don't go to sleep. You know, the church has a habit of going to sleep. Let's stay, don't let terrorism creep back in. Don't let this thing, this spirit stick its head right. up. But you know what I started saying a while ago is, is our military, is the, we, we can whip any military in the world. I mean, our military is the best military in the world. I'm, 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 I'm totally proud and behind our military. Sure. But, but in a free nation, 
America's a free nation. In a free nation, you can't stop terrorism with military or no, with police. Right. Now, in, in a communist country, you can. I've been to many a communist country over the years. I've preached in lots of communist countries. And I mean, uh, you know, communists just set up a roadblock, just set up a checkpoint in your right. neighborhood and somebody else's neighborhood and somebody else's neighborhood. And they go to the store for a jug of milk. They stop them and check them. And they take the kids to school in the morning. They stop them and check them. Uh, when you go anywhere at all, they stop you and check you. So they can stop it uh, by, by that, kind of, uh, that kind of enforcement. But in a free nation... I mean, we can get in a car and drive from, you know, right. California to Florida, <laughs> and nobody right. know, even knows where no you are. Blocks, and no Europe's becoming the same way, because used right. to, in the old days, every nation you had to stop at, at the border and go through customs and go through immigration and get checked. Well, since the EU came into power, since the European Union uh, is trying to make Europe all one, uh, then you can get in a car in Italy and drive all the way to all the way to France, Belgium, Holland, uh, Spain, any, anywhere you want to go. No borders, no checkpoints. Man, you can <laughs> just right. jump in a car and take off. And so, therefore, that stuff can spread. And uh, uh, you know, in America, we've got a country that's three thousand miles wide, and fifteen hundred miles, or excuse me, fifteen hundred miles deep. Yeah, and then uh, oceans on two and a half sides. And we've got a porous border across Mexico. We've got a porous 3,000-mile border across Canada. And so our military can stop another military, but you can't stop one guy walking That's across right. the border with a dirty bomb. Or and the church needs to be aware that it's with, just with that a dirty bomb. And only the church can do that. That's only right. the church can reach into the spirit world, take authority, take dominion, and stop that kind of thing. I tell you, God said, a thousand will fall by your side and 10,000 at your right hand. Right. It will not come near you. We Christians have got a Bible full of protective scriptures. You know, I was in, I was in Burma one time years ago and and I was preaching in a in a village, and the whole village was scared because they had been tipped off by a relative of of, of a soldier uh, that the the Buddhist army was going to come into town that night and and totally burn down that village and take people captive. And that's what they do in in Burma. They'll they'll go into a, a to a there's an Indian tribe there called the Karen, and they'll go in and capture a Karen village and they'll take them and, and make them force them to work uh, on a on a highway that China's building across Burma to the sea, which the book of Revelation tells us she'll do. Um, and anyway, and so they were going to come into this town and burn it down uh, this particular night and, and take people captive and what have you. And the whole town was scared. It happened to be on a, on a Sunday, and they were going to come Sunday night. And so I was preaching on Sunday morning, and the people told me what was going to happen. And I tell you, Renee, I stood up and I ministered by the Holy Ghost. And I, I wish I had notes of what I said. I mean, it was such a powerful <laughs> message because it wasn't me. It was the Holy Spirit. And I'm, I heard myself preaching stuff I didn't know that I knew. And I heard myself preaching on Psalms 91 and preaching on the protection from the angels, protection right. from the blood, protection from the name of Jesus, protection by the covenant, protection by angels. I mean, I just, I just I preached this marvelous message that, that by the Holy Ghost that I wish I could have taken notes right. on and known what I said or taped it and, and here. Yeah, and it was just, just preaching so to those much. people that they are protected and that not one hair of their head was going to be hurt. And, uh, and after I finished the service, I told them all, I said, come go with me. Let's go to the edge of town. And I said, well, I'm going to draw a line at the edge of town, and that Buddhist army is not going to cross that line in the name of Jesus. And we all marched out there to the edge of the village, and I took the heel of my shoe and drew a line all the way across the road. And I said, I stand here as a man of God in the office of apostle in the name of the Lord Jesus, and I declare they will not cross this line in Jesus' name. And I decree not one, not one house in this village will be burned, not one person will be hurt in Jesus' name. And you know, that night, nothing happened in the village. Hallelujah. But 
the, ne the next morning they came and got me and they said brother terry brother terry nothing happened in the village nothing happened to us no n nothing happened here but outside of town out on the hill the buddhist temple burned to the ground <laughs> and i said well i'm you know sorry to hear that and they said well and there's there's several priests there several monks there and they were injured in the fire and i said oh that's that's awful let's go pray for them and uh, we walked out there and walked upside that that hill and when those priests those monks saw me renee it really made me feel bad because because when they saw me they thought i did it i mean they, they thought you know I, the, the power wow. obviously the power of god uh was what they recognized but they started backing away from me i mean crawling backwards on their hands like a crab just crawling back and saying no 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 stay away stay away and i said hey guys i want to pray for you i came to help you no 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 stay away from us listen let me help you i came to i came to pray for you and bless you and uh uh, I told the pastor later, I said, you know, you might as well uh, take that property and build a church. I said, it's a great location. I said, and the Buddhists certainly won't rebuild there. They, they, right. they, they think it's bad karma. But uh, but they understood the power of God. And I tell you, that, that village was so excited. They were walking on air. And they said, Brother Terry, you came one night and stopped the Buddhist army. Stay two weeks and get rid of all of them. Uh, <laughs> but, but it's the authority and dominion That's of right. the Word of God. That's right. The name of Jesus that we've got to understand what I've been telling the church now since 9-11, that terrorism is a spirit. Therefore, yeah, terrorists right. are demon-possessed. Well, and therefore, any device they might have is subject to the name of Jesus. We can stop that spirit. That's right. And, and you don't have to just sit and wring your hands and say, there's nothing we can do. We're the, we're the church triumphant. Just scriptures we've heard all of our life that I don't think anybody's really paid that much attention to is that, you know, a thousand, one will put a thousand to flight right. and two, two will, will put, put 10,000 10, to flight. Exactly right. That's for us right now in this generation today, right here in America, to begin to use that scripture and believe that what we say will make a difference and stop the devil in his tracks, redeem the lost out of the hand of the enemy so we can preach the gospel to them and take more people into heaven and the devil can't just wholesale grab hundreds of them by a bomb and take them into hell. No, absolutely. Well, our time's gone for today. We're going to have to go and tell you I goodbye. <laughs> I'm not through. You know, we're never through, but we enjoy talking to you and we're so glad that you're there listening and we just pray these words have gone down deep into your soul, stirred you up, comforted you and given you some information to just continue a strong service to the Lord and then also taking authority and prayer life that will begin to, you'll see much, much more fruit than you've ever seen before. Uh, again, we just remind you to uh, go over to terrymiseministries.org and you can get all the archived podcasts there and then also you can find us at terrymise. Uh, dot com and invite your friends and co-workers and folks like that that you have influence with that maybe this will help them we love you so very much god bless you and we look forward to talking to you next time bye-bye you've been listening to a mize missions podcast for all the latest updates to our global projects speaking engagements and social media visit us at terrymize.com you can partner with us to give living bread to dying men around the world. Get involved at terrymize.com. Until next time, thanks for joining us. This has been a presentation of Terry Mize Ministries.